0: This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 211. I don't have a good song to make up for that. And I was thinking earlier, I was like, I can't sing. Every- it's just like so sad that I can't sing anymore. But Scott mentioned that you can play like five seconds of a song. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can't because Sandy would really... And you would have known. She would have known that. So <laughs> She I'm not- knows all. I just was thinking like, man, it would feel so good right now to sing Don't Stop Believing" the Glee version. But I won't. Everyone just play that everyone just imagine the
1: fact that joy really (laughs) wants to play it
0: just one of those songs that just puts you in a good mood and why are mondays so weird claire like why are they so weird i was thinking about that today why are they so weird like what is it about mondays like (laughs) i feel like you you and i constantly start this chain of texting on mondays it's always like oh another week
1: (laughs) because that's how i feel it's like oh my gosh here we are again sitting at the desk Yeah, Looking at another week.
0: I guess. But, you know, we did like the Monday through Friday work. I guess it wouldn't be weird if you worked, I don't know, like a firefighter schedule where you're like 24 on, 24 off.
1: When I was a lift op, my days off were Monday, Tuesday. So on Sundays, they'd be like, today is my Friday. Yeah. But everyone that worked that job had a different schedule. So you would ask people like, when's your Friday?
0: Yeah. My dad did that because my dad worked shift work. All yeah. Growing up, yeah. Anyway, so uh, that that was kind of those are the first things that have been on my mind. I'm like, why are Mondays so weird? Like the whole weekend, you're just kind of in this bliss world, and then you kind of have to get back at it. But um I don't know. I was thinking, like, how can we how can we make Mondays <laughs> how can we make Mondays great again?
1: <laughs> I just feel like if somebody can answer that question, we wouldn't all hate Mondays. It's not yeah. even that I hate Mondays because like, I don't I like my job. Yeah. I don't dread going, you know, like, some people, like, I've had jobs definitely in the past where I, like, all day Sunday I have been, and you had have had them too, where, like, yeah. all day Sunday you are an anxious mess knowing that Monday is coming down the line. Like, I don't feel that way. No, but I, do. I don't either. But still, nonetheless, when you're like, ugh, it's only, like, 10 o'clock in the morning on a Monday, I still have to do this five more times this week. Yeah. It's not, not my fave.
0: Yeah. It's kind of weird, but it's, like, I always step back and i'm like i'm very grateful that i have a job i mean i have a good job (laughs) it's not not like i'm like miserable but i always find that very weird because everyone's like living for the weekend and then they start posting weird grind things like here we go back to the hustle on monday i'm like ah i don't know it's just you're like back in the real world or something anyway so how are you doing
1: great are you really though
0: Are, you can be honest with me. Are you really, though?
1: Uh, I'm doing better today than I hey, was good. this
0: weekend. Okay, good. Yes.
1: Relatively, I'm doing great compared to what I've been doing the last, like, okay. four days.
0: Like, you can't um, lie to me.
1: We hit a speed bump. as You already you know this, like I'm telling you. We hit a speed bump with our mortgage process, and everything is going to be fine, but it just made for an incredibly stressful weekend, mm-hmm. and basically, like, the kind of stress where you just are, like, randomly burst into tears because you're so stressed, Mm -hmm. so that happened um but we got over the hump and figured it out and we're still on track to close on our house the day that we're supposed to and like it just was you know the the stress of finding out that something had happened and then the stress of having to come up with a solution and I'm really so so lucky that I have so many amazing people in my life and in my immediate family and I think that I mean I very much am aware and try to not take for granted that not a lot of people, or not everyone at least. Not everyone has a really solid relationship with their immediate family, mm-hmm. and I'm lucky because I have both like a really solid relationship with a lot of close friends and also cl- like close immediate family. And so, um. Anyway, so my all my immediate family once they kind of heard what was going on, every single one of them you know offered to step in and and, and help help and help and so um that has been you know so it instantly i was getting phone calls of like don't worry you know like we're gonna be able to make this work just whatever you need like we'll figure it out you're gonna you know like we're gonna find a way for you for you to you know like you're not gonna lose the house Mm -hmm. and so that was you know obviously really emotional the whole process but um we figured it out we closed the 25th still as of right now and yeah, it's just the most stressful process ever. And I loved yeah. everyone who wrote me last week. That was like, oh my gosh, listening to Claire describe her process like gives me PTSD. gosh like, yeah. Packs.
0: Everyone knows um, exactly how that feels if you've ever bought a house. It's so stressful. Yeah, it's the worst. Okay. So I'm so really, mean, I'm really yeah. looking
1: forward. A week by the time you guys hear this, it will be my closing day. Will be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, five days away. So we close next Tuesday.
0: We're gonna have a big old and then we party. We move.
1: I know, a big old party known as moving. Um, it was so funny. I think i did I already say this on the podcast and I told you, but like, um when we had our offer accepted, Brandon's mom was in town and mm-hmm. like it was Father's Day. We and we um were in Golden walking around and we were on the creek path in Golden when our realtor called us and was like, Hey, you know what are you guys doing and i was like oh we're just walking down by the creek and And she's like great well um i was like yeah we're gonna go out to dinner with brandon's mom she's like great well then you guys should order some champagne because they accepted your offer and like it was great anyway and side note the realtor we've used is a gal um named jenna catalona who i would highly recommend her in the denver area and she we know her because she was a crossfit j original mm-hmm hi jenna so, she's hi, so jenna. cute i love she's her. she's the cutest and her she's dog so her little dog ruby 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 Roo! like the she cutest has this, dog like just spunky little furball of a dog
0: it's like a little Yorkie. jenna's one anyway. of those people that every time i see her i'm like she's the prettiest person i've ever seen she
1: is so pretty <laughs> so you agree you think you're really pretty. so you
0: agree you think you're really <laughs> but i really she, do i'm like every time she walks in i'm like she's just so pretty She's,
1: she's so really pretty. pretty. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, you think you're really pretty. So I had this really pretty, lo- really pretty realtor, <laughs> and um, anyway, so side note, CrossFit, CrossFit it comes in again into my life in the, Saves my, the day. In the of yeah. my realtor. But it was funny because the day that we um, saw this house was like the day after that. So now, also side note, she moved to Golden and left Jay, and then came to fifty two eighty, which is where we were. Where we were in Golden, so she's at fifty two eighty now, which I'm very jealous about because I love that gym. But anyway. The day that we saw our this house, um, the day before they to fifty two eighty had had like an in house comp, and and Jenna was so sore, and one of the houses had a bunch of stairs, and she was like couldn't walk down the stairs and I was like just turn around walk down backwards and she kind of looked at me I was like I'm not gonna judge you Jenna like we it's a safe space you can be like this she was like you know had her little like re- cute realtor outfit on I was like you don't have to like be I know what you're going through you don't have to like be complete realtor mode right now you can, you can walk down the stairs backwards anyway um but well that night we were out to dinner I'm so impressed with myself that I was able to remember what the heck where the heck the story started yeah I was very
0: impressed about the trail I was like where's she going okay we picked it up
1: we're we're gonna pick it right back up Uh I'm be impressed because for a second there, I was like I lost it I lost it oh there it is Um, so we were at dinner and we were really excited and then Brandon made some comment about moving and literally up until that point it had not crossed my mind that buying a house meant we had to move (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> somehow in my mind it was just like we just buy house. this house
0: and we just go sit in it in the empty and rooms. we just
1: live there then like it just magically becomes ours where we live
0: mm. and like
1: somehow I just skipped over the fact that we were That meant we had to move again.
0: So anyway. I think you're just blocking it out because you've moved so many times. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm so excited though. This this will be the last time we have to move forever if we want to. We never have to move again if we don't want to.
0: No, you don't. I like your packing tips you put on the Insta stories. Yeah. I am full of packing tips. If (laughs) anyone
1: ever needs some packing tips, if you miss them, here are my packing tips. The first one, this is actually a good tip, FYI. (laughs) The first one is don't pack your clothes. I mean, like your nice clothes, you can get like one of those hanger boxes or whatever, but don't pack your clothes, pack with your clothes. So use your gym clothes and your t-shirts and your ja- your extra jackets and anything like we use our, we have a ton of beanie hats, like we use our beanies, like all that kind of stuff. Anything that can be kind of crumpled up, don't pack it, pack with it. So like wrap your dishes <laughs> in your t-shirts and it's just like the perfect packing material and like we wrap all of our dishes in our in our gym clothes basically we wrap all of our mugs and like random stuff we put like you're not wasting paper or the packing peanuts exactly and you're gonna have to move your clothes anyway totally that way you're anyway and so like we all have our little like breakable things that go on the shelf you know like little doodads those are like we put those inside of our beanie hats and like inside like ski socks and
0: i like the word tchotchkes for that doodads and chachkis that's
1: exactly (laughs) what they are they are tchotchkes. Uh uh so pack your tchotchkes and your ski socks that's my number one tip um my number two (laughs) tip is be really specific when you're labeling your boxes they also now have companies you can use if you are not a frequent mover where you can rent um plastic crates and they're like the kind of crates that I don't know if you if you've never worked at Rite Aid you might be unfamiliar with what I'm about to say but <laughs> uh, or if you're ever like at the store really really late at night or like two in the morning and people are stocking the shelves they're like those plastic crates and the tops have like these little kind of zipper teeth looking things that they open and lock
0: my god so anyway, I have no idea what you're talking about
1: <laughs> yeah it's imagine just like a plastic did box. you say
0: did you say you've never worked at Rite Aid yeah
1: I worked at Rite Aid oh I didn't know yeah in that. high school okay okay and they and so they have the, instead of like packing everything in boxes they pack these things in these reusable crates and then you send them back to the warehouse and they send it back to you so you're not just throwing away boxes constantly okay so th- so they anyway all that to say that if you're not a frequent mover, you can uh, rent reusable plastic crates to pack all your crap in rather than having to buy a bunch of boxes and then like throwing the boxes away. But for us, since we've moved so many times, we are just on like the fourth or fifth year of these current boxes. Like we will use a box until it literally it just cannot,
0: falls it apart. just dies. Yeah,
1: And so all the boxes that we've had have moved me and Brandon two or three times, my brother James a couple times, moved my mom to and fr- back from San Diego, like you can get a lot of use out of those boxes. So anyway, Apparently. Apparently yeah. so. If you, you, well, and if you use them correctly and you break them down correctly and you tape them correctly and you don't tear them open, like take the time and use a box cutter and the whole thing. Yeah, so,
0: yeah.
1: Um, Claire's Moving Company. is be really specific when you label your boxes. Don't just write, like kitchen, mm-hmm. right? Like silverware, colander, crock pot. And then that way, when you're looking for stuff because when you get there everything's going to end up in the same place and you're gonna be like oh i do remember which box that's in and then you're not and you're going to open every single box because you need to find the like potato masher or whatever the night you move in you know or exactly your knives or your fork right and then you'll be like oh i remember that. anyway that's my other tip
0: I just hate unpacking. I remember when we moved into this house, I'm one of those people that will, like, start something and then I'll kind of half-ass it and then I'll just leave it for, like, two weeks later. And it Mm -hmm. was that was, like, the first real fight we got in as a married, cohabitating couple because (laughs) Scott was like, we need to get rid of these boxes. Like, he's the one that's like, what are we doing with this? Uh, And I was just like, I'll get to it when I feel like it. And I was all mad because I'm like, that was, like, the first time it hit me that I'm like, ah, shit, I'm married. (laughs) Now, now I have to like deal with someone who doesn't like, want to do things the way I want to do them. Do
1: other th- do things someone else the way someone else wants it done. It's
0: the worst. Okay, so part I'm about so, married, I'm so yeah. Be married. Is the worst part about being married is being married. <laughs> having to deal with another person. Exactly. Uh, oh man. Oh my gosh. Um, well I hope that goes swimmingly for you Claire because this will be a huge party for you guys to finally have this move under your belt and then we can celebrate at the CrossFit Games um we
1: are going to celebrate at the CrossFit Games so that's the other fun part about this that I know I've talked about already but we move on Saturday we close on a Tuesday we move on a Saturday we leave for the CrossFit Games that Wednesday Mm -hmm. it's gonna be a whirlwind of a week
0: it's gonna be so fun to come home then and you're just going to be like, To wow, my I have, house yeah. full of boxes, yeah. Yeah, totally. You can just ignore Super it for a while. To it. So mm-hmm. I want to uh, jump back to a question that we forgot to answer. And nothing bothers me more than when I bring up something during the podcast and then we never answer oh, the, it because we, yeah. because we get running off on bunny trails. So this kind of rewinds back a few episodes. But we did talk about Whole30. And I wanted to cover this question really quick with you, Claire, because I thought it was really important. And I was pissed that I didn't remember to bring it up. But did you feel any mood swings or anything that was affecting your mood when you ate certain foods or when you kind of reintroduced foods on the Whole30? Because they talk about that a lot. And I I tried to pay attention here and there, but I didn't notice anything huge. And I was just curious if you, if you did or if you do.
1: I wouldn't say that it directly affects me. Certain things I eat directly affect my mood. I think that I'm very sensitive to certain things affecting like I will, if I eat too much sugar or if I eat um, just certain foods, I will start to feel lethargic like instantly. And that feeling lethargic affects my mood. Mm -hmm. And so like in a sort of indirect way, it definitely does. Um, Yeah, sugar, like anything really sugary will do that. I'm trying to think what else? Like um, sometimes dairy, like sometimes if I eat like a crap ton of gluten, like if I were to sit down and have like a plate of spaghetti or something, I just like instantly start feeling super, super lethargic. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that my I since I don't eat super sugary or super carby things, which things that are super sugary and things that are super carby are chemically very, very similar the way your digestive system reacts to them, right? Because carbs are a sugar. Mm-hmm. And so since I don't typically apart from eating chips and salsa sit down and just like eat a bunch of carbs in one sitting when i do it takes my body a lot of work to have to process all that energy and so rather than getting like an energy spike like some people do instead i just like and my body has to like grind to a halt to try to like process all the sugar all the sugar i just put in it yeah and so which then like that makes me like irritable because i just like dropped my energy
0: Mm -hmm. but
1: in and of itself it doesn't make me like
0: it wasn't like to a point where you ate one thing and you're like oh my gosh I just went into a depression spiral was anything like that right (laughs) yeah
1: no although I will say like it's not so much that direct as like I ate yeah x and then felt y right but when i eat oh, in overall when i eat better i definitely notice that my mood is more stable overall and i think that has to do with the fact that typically when i'm eating better i'm getting better sleep and my um, energy is more stable throughout the day like there's i guess like my emotional regulators can focus more on actually regulating my emotions versus trying to regulate my like crazy energy swings yeah um and it feels like i have more fortitude and re and like yeah mental resources to kind of focus on um being more
0: stable so Mm -hmm.
1: in that sense it helps a lot what about you
0: yeah i i'm the same i didn't feel anything really direct like the same that you said of nothing like x equals you know because I ate this, I feel like this. Yeah. But it was more along the lines of just noticing how much I relied on certain foods. So I think that was the only piece of like, oh, emotionally detaching from it was was mm-hmm. big. But I never felt like, oh, once I ate something that I was like getting all these, I don't know, like mood swings, so, mm. um, but I, I think I got that just from reading the whole thirty book of like all the things they kind of mentioned might happen to you. And I just feel like that's a really hard thing to tease out. Like, how can you really rely on that being the sole cause of your moods? But I guess, I mean, everyone's different. But I was just, i wondering if you felt that way because I'm like, I didn't really feel feel anything that significant.
1: I definitely feel a significant difference in my anxiety when I'm eating well. Um not not to point to anyone like I can't point to one specific food but generally when I'm eating better my anxiety is significantly easier to manage Hmm. and I think like I said I think that's because other parts of my chemistry are more balanced when I'm eating better Mm -hmm. and so that part of my chemistry can also be more balanced um I noticed that I don't like have yeah just in general I'm just a lot more even keeled I mean I can repeat kind of everything I just said but yeah I just in general I'm like a lot more even keeled
0: yeah, I feel the same way. And I think as we because we're really healthy people, so I think anything that we do is going to be not as huge of an of a right. of a change because we are right, like there's pretty less dialed room in for the needle yeah. to,
1: to move, yeah. yeah.
0: But I do want to say really quickly for everyone who wrote and shared their stories about um losing their period or just kind of having a similar experience to what I went through, I just really appreciate your reaching out and sharing with me, because that was super vulnerable for me to be like, let's talk about a period. (laughs) Right. Um, But that was I just I love you guys. And I hope that anyone listening who's going through that recognizes that it is probably something you should look into and just to not ignore that because it sucks and you don't have to live like that. Okay, so then the next health-related question that I really want to gloss over in like two seconds is someone wrote us asking about the documentary What the Health, and... Uh, I haven't I'm not, watched it. I, well, I'm not going to answer it because <laughs> I'm going to direct you to another podcast, which I i know this is so funny, but I listened to... I watched the documentary for three minutes and I couldn't handle it. And I know that's horrible because like, to get a full opinion about something, you right. should watch the whole thing. But it just... So really quickly, go listen to the Mind Pump guys reviewing it, because that's exactly how I feel about it, okay? So they have already said what (laughs) I want to (laughs) say. And their review is exactly what I want to say. But I will say that it just reminded me of, like, 10 years ago when I saw Food Inc. Um, And it just kind of, like, puts you – it's very extreme. It's very one-sided. It's just a little bit too much to where, like, that just kind of – (laughs)
1: <laughs> the idea is that like meat causes cancer, right?
0: Yes, and it's like okay, that was done. It's already been said and done. Yeah. Like they've they've, the they've there been like a handful of documentaries that have done that.
1: Yeah. The other thing too that I always come back to is like literally anything on this planet that you overdo can point to cancer.
0: Yeah, I mean, and
1: that could I be. Just, why isn't there a documentary out there about stress causing cancer? Right. Why isn't there a documentary out there? You know about anyway. And I'm just saying, you know, like I'm yeah. not. I also hate, side note, this is another tangent, but when people, if somebody's sick and people are like, well, why haven't you tried X, Y, Z? Or like, why haven't you just tried cannabis? Or why haven't you just tried, didn't yeah. you know that all cancers are really caused by,
0: Oh, I hate you that. know, whatever? Like, it's yes.
1: like the, you know, the medical industry is just conspiring to, they don't want us to know that the, all you have to do is eat.
0: Yeah, you, you just know, have to be alkaline. Sea urchins.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. You just have to be, al- and it's like, if that really do you really
0: think do you really think that, that, that doctors would not be like on the ship yeah
1: that the entire everyone that you've ever known that's in the medical industry is so focused on just perpetuating illness that they would rather you know anyway it just drives me yeah crazy i know to say that. i'm like okay but i have crazy to say medical, that I, I i absolutely
0: but, like was a little bit of that girl in my 20s but i was I didn't know any better. but You're allowed to be. <laughs> but I just, I agree with you. I think there's point, points where I'm like, do you really think that all the medical professionals in this world would just be like sitting back being like, hey, everybody, I have this secret. Right. and Or like they're all meeting in
1: some like Masonic temple to like right. conspire against everybody.
0: We're not going to tell them that the answer is broccoli.
1: Right. We're not going to tell them the answer is, what's that stuff? That spirulina. Spirulina. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Take You're your regardless. chlorella. Irregardless. <laughs> but that's like, I just, that's how I feel. And so I'm not saying that like, oh, well, everything can give you cancer, even though it can. That yeah. I'm not saying it from like a, a conspiracy theory standpoint. I'm saying it from like a, you probably could pick any given thing on this earth and over consumption of it would cause could be you know related to some any and yeah. all some form of, form of illness yeah and just that's goes, how I feel about stuff like this where it's like I probably too could yeah. spend some minutes talking to doctors and have them be like yeah
0: I think it it's just, just kind of reminds it. me of like uh, like the secret where someone just plops out a theory that sounds good and everyone's like oh my gosh I'm gonna do this now and I yeah. <laughs> this must be the truth and it's like we are we really that impressionable that we're not anyway okay so that. That's my two senses. go listen to the Mind Pump review because they say exactly what I want to say. What do
1: they generally say? I'm curious. <laughs>
0: they just basically said it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, okay. No, I'm being kind of mean. But they basically are just like, it is so one-sided. It is so inaccurate. Yeah. The guys that made the documentary just like have this, who knows how they got the money to fund this. But it's just like, it's just supporting whole, the whole like, never eat meat never eat animal products be vegan and i absolutely i came from that world like i know what it's like to kind of be like i'm totally like lasered in to this world um and then being on the other side of it i'm like i i can absolutely see both sides but i also understand that to be that extreme into a world where you're not seeing like how great it is to be informed about your food and how good certain foods can be for you even though they're animal products like you just, you get so uh, narrow-minded, which is Great ironic compliment. because that's, yeah, because that's really the point of life, I I believe, is that you really should be open to everything. <laughs> you really should have an open mind. And that just tends to, while while you think you're doing good for the world, it's really limiting your, it's really limiting your beliefs and it's limiting mm-hmm. what you can experience. Anyway, well, okay. Um. So, and then quickly... Not so quickly Because I feel like I, I really want to talk about you this You
1: keep saying quickly Like you keep like mm-hmm. introducing Every new question It's like okay So real quick Really let's talk quick this. We can Well I have a whole list here. here We can talk know, about it For as long as we want That's very
0: true uh, I just You know my notes I have my notes here So uh, <laughs> the the thing I want to address About the Reebok meme That we posted on Facebook Oh the Reebok meme I know So So I I, <laughs> I kind of posted that Because sometimes I want to Rile people up But I I uh, I had to laugh because people got really upset about it, and basically, it just kind of goes. It's a Reebok put together this meme that says, "When is it appropriate to say you're in such good shape, beautiful?" Kind of doing a a uh, spoof, not kind on, of directly, directly doing <laughs> a spoof on Donald Trump, directly and <laughs>
1: commentating on some comments <laughs> that recent that that are the President of the United States recently made.
0: Mm-hmm. So it just goes through like, "Are you in an elevator with a woman?" No, it's not, you're not, it's not appropriate to say that. So it goes through all these scenarios of like when you should say you're in such beautiful shape, good shape. And then it says, did you just find a forgotten action figure from your youth unscathed after decades in your parents' basement? Yes, you can say that. <laughs> right. But I think people kind of took it like, like it's not okay to give compliments. And that's really just, that's not really where we are going no. with it.
1: I, I, when I read it, first of all, I thought it was hilarious. And second of all, I thought that it was like, I think my two... I had two reactions, and they both told me something. And the first one was, like, I, too, at first was, like, I mean, I knew that it was a Donald Trump thing, and we don't need to get into our opinions about Donald Trump because I don't want to, you know...
0: No, because I, then... i not a can of yeah. worms I want to open. Nope.
1: But I don't think it's any secret, you know, what Joy and my um, political affiliations are. And I think... What the like, climate no, is over neither, here. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. No. But... I think what it what came up was at first, I also even like out of even taking out of context, the like mindset behind what that meme is, is definitely at first I was like kind of the same thing. I could totally see like that mentality of, well, what's the big deal of giving a compliment? Like, why is everybody getting so pissed off about this? Just trying to be nice, like just trying to make a compliment. And um, I think it kind of made me realize like how conditioned I am to just taking. So last week, I, and I was working at an event at a golf course and, um, oh, yeah. the golf event had a lot of very wealthy, older white men and I was giving away something and they would come up to the table and be like, so what's my prize? Is it you? And, you know, they were doing it from like this, like these guys that were like, could have been my dad. Mm -hmm. they were not legitimately hitting on me they were trying to flatter me they it was their way of sort of like being goofy and kind of an icebreaker it was not cut for them in any way shape or form actually coming from a place of being creepy or thinking that they were gonna you know like lure me into their golf cart and drive away with me into the sunset (laughs) (laughs) at least i imagine um and so on the one hand it's like this is legitimately from the, that culture of men being able to say whatever they want to women partially it comes from that which like when you look at that it feels icky but then when you realize like you can't expect somebody to reframe their entire cultural mindset in you know they, they've developed throughout their whole lifetime exactly it's kind of like anyway so i, I can like, see both sides yeah, and like i think don't, at the end of the day yeah for me if i don't know you please do not make a comment about my body yeah And that goes for people walking up to you in the supermarket and saying like, wow, do you lift?
0: Like, it's just weird. It's very weird. It's very weird. I know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So for me personally, if I do not know you and, you know, and I've never met you before and I'm being introduced to you and you make a comment about my body that other than like my face, it just feels weird and I don't love it. And I'm not going to like make a big deal out of it and as long, you know, and like, I'm going to assume positive intent but like I'm probably going to come away from my interaction feeling a little bit weird yeah and that's just my honest reaction
0: yeah and I it's think... not
1: right or wrong no, and it's not it's... a political commentary it's just if someone were to say that to me who I was
0: just meeting it would feel weird exactly exactly I think it, it's completely different with in the context of someone that you know and the context of like oh yeah I you watch up you're like
1: dang Claire looking good I'd be like yeah. yeah I am Joy yeah
0: you're like shaking your booty and yeah. that I'm flashing you is completely and then you moon me. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> nice butt. Thanks. Want to see it? I got a pimple.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, yeah. So I feel like that piece is like they mean well. I, they meaning whoever's giving these quote unquote compliments. It's like I know right, which, that in like, most of the situations they mean well, but it's like. Which counts this, for something. That doesn't yeah, not count. But that doesn't right.
1: completely make up for no. it.
0: No. No, yeah. so I, and I think and it's, it's like a piece kind of of the piece of like, thing, go ahead.
1: It's kind of the thing too, where like when your grandma says like really racially offensive things and yeah. you kind of have to make that decision of like, do I correct my grandma? Right. Or do I kind of just like observe her like a zoo animal and recognize that like that is an era that we still are kind of working to phase out. Right. That makes it sound like I'm euthanizing my grandparents.
0: i <laughs> phasing them out. I'm phasing just, them out like it's a zoo just, animal. Yeah. You're putting him out to pasture. Oh, my gosh. You no, guys
1: know what I mean? That.
0: Yes, I know what you mean. I know. It's like, okay, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole too far. But I absolutely agree. And I think that that's the piece that I kind of had to laugh at a little bit because I'm like, I completely understand. I understand that people, it's okay to give compliments, but I think that it's it's confusing and it will be confusing for me because uh, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, I... I it's nice because they mean it's well. It's not and black the, and white. It's not black and white, but at the same time, it's like man. But then, as a woman, it's always about the freaking looks, and that's kind of what mm-hmm. my history. That's where I come from. That's what I really struggled with. It's the, you know, not meeting this type of expectation of what I should look like, and that's kind of what I battle. So that's like, like those are my fights to 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 rumble with, but. Uh, I think it's just kind of things. as as a woman we're just I think we're always kind of being like hey we just we want to be seen more than just our outside which right. we are beautiful like, like I campaign...
1: mean <laughs> right well and like it's like the whole campaign about like the, the red carpet right how like on the red carpet the first thing that they say to female actresses is what are, who are you wearing and then they're actually asking the men about their roles yeah and you know like the whole kind of campaign to try to change that where to actually ask the females also like Tell me about your role in this instead of like, oh, who's your dress by? But at the same time, that's like part of the whole spectacle is that you it's not like you show up in a paper bag. Like you do dress to the nines. You do spend all day getting ready. You are wearing designer ball gowns that, you know, were designed specifically for this occasion. And so like what's the balance? Yeah. Because like I, I also mean, don't just want to like walk around in a paper bag with a uniform. I know. It's
0: I know. No, not at all. I mean <laughs> I feel like I, I would not want that for you. And I just <laughs> I kinda like feel like the the female figure is beautiful like like i just said 20 minutes ago that i'm like anytime jenna walks in a room i'm like oh she's so pretty yeah. like i do right. that like i know jenna and right. jenna knows me but like yeah she's beautiful but i also know she's a badass chick like that's not what i'm just right. like oh you're gorgeous period the end but i don't know it's just weird but i i really i, no, I just yeah. like things that no i like things that kind of spark this conversation mm-hmm. so i like to see everyone get all riled up over that okay
1: yeah, Joey texted me about it. She was like, "People are getting riled up about this." And I, at first, I was like, "Yeah, Joy, you know that's from Donald Trump, right? Like, you didn't just post that because it's from oh He-Mack. no, 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 no." And I mean, I just like when you said though, like that you were surprised people were getting all riled up. I was like, "You do know,
0: anyway." No, I knew that. I just I thought it was funny that people, anyway, yeah, that were just they were getting really right upset about it. Um, I don't know. I okay. Can I back up for a second and totally switch gears again because I forgot to ask you if you're still eating Whole30 ish.
1: Man, you were all over the place today. I know. I'm sorry. Um, I am. So eating whole thirty-ish, ish, ish mm-hmm. is a big part of that. I would say, I don't know, <clears throat> ish isn't that big of a part. Like, I think the main things that I've reintroduced that I am eating somewhat regularly are, um, I'm not as strict about like sauces with sugar in them, which is really nice to not have to worry about that. Um, I've been drinking wine. I mean as regularly as I ever drank wine, which was not that regularly, like maybe once or twice a week at the most. Mm -hmm. And like at the very most, like probably more like two or three times a month. And I eat, oh, I, oh, I found these almond flour crackers that I posted on Instagram. Oh, I saw that. that Everyone went crazy about them.
0: Yeah. Whole Foods. Where'd you Um, get
1: them? Yeah. I got them at Whole Foods. They're almond flour, gluten-free. They're made with cassava. They're so good. They're grain-free. So they are they, I think they would be considered sex with your pants on and like at a technical Whole30, but there's sure. no ingredients in them that aren't Whole30 compliant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, even that in and of itself is like a very, very minimal deviation in my mind. Um, yeah. But, and then like the other day, my brass bot Donuts tour, my bra, boss yeah. brought, oh, good Lord. Did you know what's called a spoonerism when you do that? <gasps> no. Yeah, like if I were to say like what's a good example? <laughs> Your bra spot.
0: <laughs> Your exactly. bra spot. Like if I, Donuts.
1: If I were to say like every example that I'm coming up with ends up ends up with me saying a bad word. <laughs> Why don't you just use what you just said? <laughs> I'm trying to go with this. But anyway, you know, where you okay. like, replace yes. if you have like a phrase that has mm-hmm. two words in it and you replace the first yeah. sound of the second of the fir- yeah, you replace you, like, the, flip the, it. The on, it's called a spoonerism. I didn't know that. That's a real fact. I like that. Um anyway, my boss brought donuts the other day and I had one. And I felt like crap afterwards, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> but nonetheless, I ate one and I and I didn't like I didn't feel crap, feel like crap about like I didn't feel guilty. I just like felt my body felt like crap.
0: Yeah. Um so, what about you? Um I have been I would probably say the same thing. I really haven't been um I just didn't go crazy after whole 30. I d- I feel like that was never going to be me anyway and I don't think that I, think, I don't think either of us have that personality where we're just gonna be like, oh my gosh, we restricted for so long and now we're gonna go binge. But I, I think what I liked about it is just the sim- simplicity of, uh, of knowing like the food you're putting in your body is just that, like, there's no added mm. crap. So I think for the most part, other than like maybe some creamers here and there that have a teeny bit of sugar, I've been super good. Well, I shouldn't say good, but I've been super like strict about reading labels with added sugar because I think that's what surprised me the most was like, holy shit, sugars and everything. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm not yeah crazy about it like if we have a lot of it too is like there's stuff in our house that we like i want to use and it's not horrible for you but it has some sugar in it and i hate wasting food so i'm like oh, i'm just gonna eat this <laughs> like it's okay it's fine yeah. um yeah but anyway i just wanted to, to check in with you on that we should do another whole 30 like down the road check-ins because that was really fun and everyone loves, loves that really fun. i
1: agree so was listeners great.
0: if you want to do a whole 30 with us at some point i don't know when we would do it again but maybe
1: in like october
0: yeah after my birthday,
1: yeah, exactly, and before my birthday, and before your birthday,
0: yeah. But everyone's going to complain about no Halloween candy, and to that I say, there's never going to be a good time for the whole thirty.
1: No, because if you go from the first to the thirtieth, then the then ah. day thirty-one is Halloween. So oh. perfect,
0: Bob, Bob. perfect. And not
1: to mention, can we please decide that we're that like Halloween candy is nasty?
0: It's so gross. It's so gross. gross. It just makes my teeth hurt thinking about it. Ugh. It
1: makes like the back of my mouth make that feeling where you eat
0: everybody knows that feeling yeah it's the worst
1: um yeah um what else is on your list okay
0: so I did want to talk about okay two things and then we'll probably have to wrap up one would be (laughs) what I should do leading up to my 40th birthday because I kind of want to start like a I want to start like a runway of things so a runway we to, yeah we have to like wind up to the to the birthday i can't just like Got let it. 40 happen so let's see we're at july august september we, we should get so maybe girls, we like, should get
1: matching tattoos in madison
0: oh, oh my god that'd be so fun can we cover up let's my shit. shitty tattoo that is gonna
1: probably be more than what i'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> i do love your shitty like, little tattoo though. It's so cute. <laughs>
0: Okay, we'll get matching tattoos for my fortieth. Uh, let's not. Okay, if Scott you live that. in
1: Madison, if you live in Madison, we need tattoo parlor recommendations. Yes, please send them to us on at gmail.com Quick note, by mm-hmm. the way, I post this mm-hmm. on Instagram stories today, but I just wanted to say again that, and it's on Facebook. If you, we love to hear from you everywhere that you post comments that you send us messages. Like we read every single thing that we get from any outlet whatsoever. That being said. We get a lot of Instagram messages and a lot of people replying to our Instagram stories, which we love, which is why we have public replies turned on. But if you have like a legitimate question where, you need information back that other like if you want to be responded to in something other than an emoji please email us or write us a basic message sometimes we will get back to you I would say a lot of the time we actually will get back to you on Instagram messages Mm -hmm. but just because of the volume that we get a lot of things get lost and then I feel bad because I will remember like a week later like oh crap I never got back to that person about X, Y, Z. And then you go back through and it has that message has like expired or it's like, I think you only have a certain number that it holds in your
0: message box. Right. And then it deletes yes. the old ones. So a lot. And we don't like, want to look like jerks. So please. right? So
1: sometimes just a sheer volume, like things will get deleted because they like time out of the inbox before we get a chance to respond to them. Anyway, long story short, email us if you want a real answer. Sometimes it takes us a week to get back to you, but we do our best to respond to, I don't you know I'm sure that there are have been and are and will be emails that we miss and if you ever write us something and we don't get back to you within like a week please feel free to send us another email you will not sound you will not be annoying we will not think you're annoying we will be grateful that you are being patient and that you feel you know compelled that you actually want to hear from us and get our advice on something or whatever because we really do want to talk to you
0: yes we do just
1: sometimes we lose a little bit of track anyway so back yes and just thank you
0: Thank you email again. Us. Yeah, thank you again, everyone, for submitting all your questions and just reaching out to us. I yes. really, really love you for doing that. Um, and yes, so tattoos. Send us tattoo parlors. And I think what we should do is just like everyone meet up and let's all get the same tattoo together. Oh my gosh, that
1: would be super. Not. <laughs> I annoying. want.
0: I would no. Not. I'm sure the tattoo parlor would be like. A totally love it. Fudge. Yeah. It's these girls. I uh, saw my favorite murder. Some of their murderinos have. Tattoos and I was like, oh my gosh! If someone had a Girls Gone Wild podcast tattoo, I would kind of flip out, and I would I would be confused because I would be like, who wants us on their body forever? Yeah, that would be really intense. <laughs> oh, so for my fortieth, what else? We got to think of some some uh, maybe like forty leading up to forty. It's a big deal to turn forty. My gosh, it's crazy. It's a big deal. So we'll think about that. We'll noodle on that, okay. and then. Uh, the Year of Less, uh, we kind of wanted to check in on that because I know you posted about that on Instagram today. Yeah.
1: I just, I feel like we've kind of been talking about it, but I, we haven't like- I mean, really we're at the halfway
0: it. point. Isn't that nutty? That's true. That is nutty.
1: Crazy. Um, I feel like when I first started out with Year of Less, it was very much about like less um, commitments, fewer um, like expectations, like, and also just kind of trying to figure out like, what does it really mean to- pursue less and the fact that that felt very um, much counter to the things that we're typically told to pursue that like it's always kind of more is you know more and more and more and like how can you always be a, like how can you be giving your all all the time and like how can you be as aggressive as possible going towards your goals and how can you have as many goals as possible and like it just very you know like once I took a step back I realized that like you can't be go, go, go about every single thing that pops into your head. And I think that has been the biggest thing I've taken away in the last like couple months. At first, it was really about expectations for me. And I thought, I think that pretty quickly, I made some really good um, progress with being okay with kind of taking away some expectations and not necessarily making, really, it was more about prioritizing. It was less about saying, like, I'm okay with doing a shitty job and more about saying, like, it matters to me to do a good job. And because of that, I am going to only focus on these certain things. Um and I think that has been that was really big and then like kind of going continuing to evolve from that. Um, I have kind of continued just to figure out like what does it really mean to, um, like take things more seriously before you commit to them and really like you know not kind of the Tina Fey like say yes and then figure it out later mentality. Right, and more of like okay if I'm gonna really put my commit to something or put my heart into something like I want to kind of vet it first and not you know anyway there's there's a balance there for sure but um I think the second half of the year has been more about that and more about also examining like okay I allowed myself to kind of let go of certain things that I was holding on really tightly to just because I felt like I was supposed to. And I think things like that go in that category include like um, like maybe working out every single day or um, what would some other things be? Just in general, like perfectionism. Like I really was able to let go of a lot of things that I was like le- letting Brandon take over a lot of stuff at home. Like I felt like I needed to be um, 100% at work, 100% at home, like everything is my responsibility. And I really was able to let that go. And allow Brandon to, you know, he loves cooking and uh, is really, really good at it. And he's probably out there listening right now being like, I don't love it that much. You could do it sometimes. (laughs) But, um, you know, and like kind of allowing other and like a lot, you know, accepting a lot of help from my mom with miles and just things like that where... I kind of had less, um, less perfectionism and fewer expectations to be constantly doing everything. And then now I kind of, once I let that go, I kind of took a, took stock of like, okay, what are the things that remain and how can I use the resources that I've freed up in the first part of this process to focus on the second, you know, like to focus on these things that I still have. And, you know, obviously throughout that life has happened. And so, Um, You know, got a promotion at the early spring, which has made my job a lot more crazy and we're moving again and all that kind of thing. So it's not like this is, you know, life is still happening. This is not my sole focus is just figuring this out. But um, I think that I'm definitely getting to a place where I can focus a little bit more on, okay, what are the things that are important to me? Like, I also was really inspired by our discussion with Sheree Chan about like the lifestyle planning yeah. And so kind of trying to wrap all that in as well. Yeah. I love that I, conversation I've, really stuck with me. Yeah. I've decided a, a little bit that I kind of want to like embrace my crunchy hippie roots.
0: You said that. I was really excited about it because I want to, I yeah. feel like you're going to start wearing outfits like Nikki, uh, Stevie Nicks. Uh, maybe. I'm sad. I mean, you probably don't. Do you know who that is? Yes, I
1: know who Stevie okay. Nicks is. Okay, good. But I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to like... Just (laughs) like a Just say no. It's going to get so mad. I don't know. I'm just not really into like bodysuits. She doesn't wear (laughs) bodysuits? Like the, like, um, leotard? Not leotards, but like, you know, like the, um. Which,
0: by the way, I am not a fan. Bodysuits and bell
1: bottoms, that that look? Oh,
0: yeah. But I'm really not loving the snap crotch bodysuit look. I just.
1: That was, that's the look i'm talking about uh, but you're talking about like big flowy skirts and flowy kind of things thing, right? oh yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah not no. really
1: i'm not like a boho style
0: person no okay okay but you were talking yeah, I oh, sorry i just got off on a tangent but you're talking more like growing food and saving plastic
1: right and like using herbs a little bit more and not like smoking pot that's <laughs> not what i mean like for we are, you know we are in colorado I know, but that's why I wanted to make that caveat. But for like you know, being more proactive with like my health in term you know, in a naturopathic sort of way, and anyway, all that good stuff. But
0: but you you're just going right back to where you started because you you know people were putting garlic in your ears when you were a kid. Are you going to be like that mom? I,
1: that's the thing. You're going to start exact, rubbing like,
0: things. You're going to start like menthol rubs on. Yeah, I'm going to on- start like
1: smudging miles's room yeah mm-hmm. i mean that's because the, the ghosts like, because of that, the ghosts in like there f- th- no <laughs> that's not gonna happen but like you know it's just funny that now that that's kind of like coming back around i'm like wait i grew that that's how i grew up like i might as well just embrace it if that's gonna be like cool again
0: i mean inevitably we all become our parents whether we like it or not it's just it's, it's just true. how it goes i have we cool parents not- too so yeah i'm fine with that yeah
1: did you really like think you.
0: that I, did you really think that I was like my dad uh um and I have my mom's face?
1: You are your dad with your mom's face.
0: How do you think so? I was curious about that cuz like I'm I'm too close. Okay. Well, yeah, physically my dad's just like tall and lean.
1: Like you you have your dad's body and your mom's face. I do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. but
1: also like
0: my dad's your just dad quirky. is are <laughs> what? My dad is just quirky. Is all get out.
1: Well, and that's the thing is like I feel like you were like you're kind of like your dad in the way that like your dad is sort of like all over the place a little bit, but like he simultaneously totally like all over the place, but really focused. Yeah. Like he's really focused on being all over the place. He totally is. Which I feel like is very you. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. I am like you're absolutely... focused like you're all over the place, but you're very focused on being all over the place.
0: Yeah. I am proud to say I'm my father's daughter. <laughs> yeah. And then your
1: mom is just like the freaking cutest lady. Oh ever.
0: my god. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so the year of less for me is more of the year of... I go back to that listener who was like, maybe too much time is not a good thing for you. But I haven't necessarily been to a point of where like, I need to fill all this time. But what I have been doing is looking at really, truly what makes me happy every single day. And I think Claire and I talk a lot about how we can continue to um, connect with Girls Gone wad people And that's kind of been on my mind a lot. So I've been putting more energy into kind of like what we can do to offer things for our listeners without going into too much detail. But like we, Claire and I are always talking about things that we can do to kind of put us in touch more with you guys. And that's, that's what's important to me. Like, I love talking to you guys. I love reading your emails and I love interacting with you guys on social media. I love, you always see me posting like, what are you guys doing this weekend? Like, I want to know what is going on in your lives. I love seeing pictures of your animals. (laughs) Um, and I really hope that if you're going to Madison, that you guys connect with us or reach out to us and let us know where you are. Please, 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 please come up to us and say hi if you see us. Uh, we'll be mad at you if you don't, because that just makes our day. So that's kind of the piece for me that really became clear was, um, the year of less slash the year of kind of finding what it was that I was looking for really has so little to do with me personally and more to do with connecting with people. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's been, that just makes me feel good. Like, that's what I realized made me feel good is I'm like, why, yeah. like putting less energy in me where I feel like all last year, and I, I, don't, I don't think this is a selfish thing, but I just, it just feels better for me to put energy into stuff that kind of connects me to other people's lives. And so when I look back at last year and all the, the energy that was kind of put into macro cutting and dieting and um, training and and that piece was fine and all but it just it kind of left me a little empty and I think that that's kind of the piece where I was like I don't know if it's necessarily good for me to be year of blessed because I already feel pretty empty so I'm trying to fill my life with other people's lives if that makes sense or how I yeah, connect no, I like how that. I can connect with them so yeah
1: so this is gonna come out on the 19th mm-hmm. which will be. Two weeks from the start of the CrossFit Games.
0: Oh, I'm so excited.
1: I'm really excited. Our wristbands yeah. came finally.
0: Yay! What do you think uh, Dave Castro's posts that he's putting up? I don't even it's gonna know. It's be like an I, obstacle I, He's course. like a Martian. He is a Martian.
1: I... I love them. I love that he posts that stuff. Like I used to it used to bother me so much, and now I just think it's hilarious.
0: I know, but I
1: also I think the reason that I I love it now instead of th- instead of it bothering me is that I've stopped like really paying attention. Yeah, I just enjoy it from like a sheer entertainment factor.
0: <laughs> and his handwriting is pretty pretty dope. Ugh,
1: his handwriting makes me want to
0: die. <laughs> Can I read a quick email from one of our listeners? Because yes, I yes. like I like it. Okay, Emily wrote. Hi, Joy and Claire. Yes, I'm one of those lurkers, which if you haven't heard us say lurkers before, you're the person that has been listening for a long time, but you never reach out to us and we're really offended by that. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Yes, I'm one of those lurkers, though it's funny, really. I've started to mention both of you in conversations with my friends like, well, Joy said this or Claire said that, like I've actually met you and we're friends in real life. I wanted to say that I really appreciated Claire's post today asking for advice from those who work out at home or at a Globo gym. I moved in February and have found it difficult to afford CrossFit from a budgeting standpoint. And I just got to say as a side note, Claire, like CrossFit is really not cheap. Like we, I think we forget that like, gosh, this is not something that's accessible to a lot of (laughs) people. Yeah. I definitely don't forget when that comes out every month. Yeah um okay she goes on to say i hope to find ways in the future to make crossfit an affordable part of my life again in the meantime i'd love to hear about any of the suggestions you receive claire and know you aren't alone in this boat seriously though thank you i can honestly say that i look that i most look forward to my thursday morning commutes the podcast always puts a smile on my face looking forward to many more episodes and no more lurking emily from chicago thanks Emily. so if you have maybe claire when uh you have settled in you can kind of Share with everyone what you find to be the most helpful as far as your workout, yeah. i am be working on it.
1: I, I'm looking for it. I think I'm going to try street parking. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll everyone love that. Forward to buying some gym equipment, which you know, everybody when they buy a house has a ton of cash to spare, typically right afterwards.
0: Yeah, so totally. It's probably
1: going to be a couple months before we really can, but we have a barbell, we have some weights, so I can probably you know at least get through a little bit and. uh but hopefully by september october we'll be able to get a good home gym set up and i don't know i mean i'm gonna check out the crossfit gyms nearby i think at the end of the day like if i end up really loving one of the gyms i'd be able to make it work and i would just we would just have to have our mornings super dialed in um but We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Okay.
0: Well, that's it for this week. I think the uh, only thing that I wanted to let people know is that I sent out the tank tops and T-shirts today at the post office, and uh, yeah,
1: you maybe you may have country. gotten them already if you, you live nearby, might. and you'll probably get them like tomorrow or Monday if you live far away, and you'll probably get them like next week sometime if you live in a different country.
0: Yes, and please tag us in your photos with the shirts and tanks yeah. because. We love to see you supporting the podcast. So I think that's it for this week. We uh, have a couple more episodes before the CrossFit Games, and then we'll be posting like crazy and recording from the games. So stay tuned for that. And as Yay. always, you can find us on social media. Just Google Girls Gone Wild Podcasts, and you'll find us. You'll find our website. We're on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter. We're on We're on all the socials and we probably respond the most, I would say, to Instagram, like comments. And then, you know, if you want, like Claire said, to email us something a little bit more in depth, email us at girlsgonewad at gmail.com. We love you guys. We hope you have a good week. Bye. Bye.